There we go. We are all set. All our alerts are up, running, and off. That's good. Good morning, everyone. It is Monday Mindset. This is Carol So, aka Naughty Boss, live with two sisters. Hey, good morning, everyone. It's Janice, aka Wellness Diva 5.0. Um, you know, Monday mornings, some you know, I, I wanted to say something about Monday mornings because I know every well, I shouldn't say everybody, but a lot of people have that Monday kind of feeling. And what if you could kind of turn that around for yourselves? What would what would be one thing that you would want to, um, <coughs> excuse me, change around? For me, it would be to make sure that the day, the night before, that I have all of my alarms on properly. Um, that always is kind of a good way to start my day knowing that you know i took care of the little things that you know really support and ground me throughout the day so what would be one thing that maybe you would want to change or do um, you know sometimes you know you get into the, the the sunday night and you're you turn off being in the present and you're fast forwarding fast forwarding to the week I like to figure out my schedule as soon as possible on Sunday so that doesn't occur Sunday night because that really impedes your mindset of sleep. You go into your night's sleep with your, your mind already racing of, did I forget this? Did I did this? Oh, I'm dreading that. Um, you kind of are doing a fast forward of what your week in your mind at that moment is going to be. And part of your mind, I feel, is almost um intruded by that thought that oh the weekend's over uh blah you know life is just you know going back to the same old swing of things or maybe you're coming off from maybe not such a you know relaxing weekend or maybe it was a working weekend or a stressful weekend whatever so i think a lot of times we tend to not allow ourselves just playing downtime so, you know, we always highly suggest what, you know, make sure that, you know, your calendar, your uh, planner book, whatever you, <laughs> excuse me, whatever you use to keep yourself on track, make sure it's done, <laughs> excuse me, early in the day. So don't wait to Sunday night. Don't wait till you're already in bed and then your, your, your mind is starting to spin. Try to get it, you know, into a routine. And again, it doesn't happen overnight. Have it just don't form. It takes practice to make good healthy habits. So if you're practicing, you know, figure out what time, like if you go to church, if you're a churchgoer and you have a certain mass that you go to, obviously don't try to do it right before you go to mass because you're, you're in sync with your spirituality and uh, your faith. So you don't want to impede those good endorphins and those good feelings. So figure out a time, whatever that time may be, maybe you're an early riser naturally, even if it's on the weekend and just say, you know what, I'm going to dedicate to getting my hot cup of tea, hot coffee, whatever your flavor is in the morning. And, you know, even while maybe the kids are still sleeping or the husband or the wife hasn't, hasn't woken up yet, this would be an opportunity for you to just sit, pull out your planner or your big calendar on the wall, whatever you use and say, okay, well, let's map out my week and get that done. And once you do that, then I feel you can go into a restful night's sleep. Now, I did not take my own advice on Sunday. Uh, I actually, on Saturday, 
was my first big outing as far as a physical outing. We did what's called Clued Up uh, with some friends of ours. And what it is, is it's an app. It's a geo uh, app that it has to do with a murder mystery. So we went to Port St. Lucie, which is probably about, I don't know, 30 minutes from here or so. And there was a central location that we would meet and uh, there was teams from all over. So it's something that they don't do all the time. They do it all over in different places. I mean, different countries, different places and whatnot. And I believe the actual companies from England. And the only reason why we picked that up is because of the way they spelled tires. I believe that's what it was. But anywho, so it is this, and we didn't know, we've never done one before. So you you all have to sign in, you get a, a, a kind of like a debriefing of what the case is about. And it ended up being much longer than we would have, excuse me, anticipated. So what did that mean for me? Well, I haven't, you know, I've been doing like little small walks and doing a little bit of uh, stretching and my stretch bands, trying to work my stamina up. But we ended up walking at least five miles, maybe more. And we were only probably halfway through it. So it was a good, uh, you know, maybe two and a half hours, three hours of, you know, walking from one street to another to another, finding all these clues. Because what happens is you're kind of almost like on a GPS on your device. And, you know, you're following this map to uh, either crime scenes, to go interview suspects, uh, or to go to the forensic lab. So it was like the whole concept was very cool. We saw a lot of teams. They were all dressed up. They had team names and everything. Uh, we did have team colors, but we didn't actually get a team picture because we were just like kind of engrossed and we've never done this before. So needless to say, while... Normally, at my, when my stamina is at its best, I can walk 10 miles easy, no problem. Uh, but the five miles, my stamina was a little, little uh, impeded. And what happened was, and then we had um, a friend of ours, his, his name is John as well. And he has um, got knee issues. So his knee was bothering him a little bit. So we decided we kind of had a gut feeling as who the murder, murderer was. There's, we're actually solving, uh, it was actually four murder cases, but they were all intertwined. And um, so at the very end, you have some options. So, of course, we're three miles into it or three hours into it. And, you know, we had a gut feeling of two of them. But not only do you have to figure out who the murderer is, you have to figure out the motive. So you can have the right murderer with the wrong motive and they give you motives. So it's not like you're, you know, I mean, of course we had our own funny ideas of cer certain things, but they would give you the questions, like even for the suspects. And then you would pick an order, which how you want to do it. So by three hours, because, and we also, there was another barbecue going on later that day. Everyone's like, okay, do we, now that we know a little bit more about it, um, at one point we kind of thought we were walking in circles. So we said, you know, they knew my stamina was not, you know, happening at that point, which I, I would have still continued, but uh, um, John's knee was really bug bugging him. So we ended up caputing and we decided to go right to kind of guessing who it was, but it was such an interesting concept. But because I did that, uh, I came home, had a little bit of a coughing attack, which had been really pretty good about keeping them at a low, low keel. And I took the wrong cough medicine so I won for daytime and then I won for nighttime so needless to say and I did that twice because they're very similar bottles 
So needless to say, most of the weekend, I ended up zonked out, which I hate that feeling of zonked out. I don't know how you feel. So I feel like my whole weekend was kind of a bust, not a bust in the sense of uh, mindset or whatnot, but a bust in the sense of I felt like I could have done more, but I was just in a fog and I hate that foggy feeling. So needless to say, on Sunday, where I would normally plan out my week, I did not. So I'm a little discombobulated this morning, but that's okay. I'm going to, as soon as we get off of this podcast, uh, I, that's what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be mapping it out. But what I think it gets back to is when you're so used to mapping out your week and then kind of reviewing it, because a lot of times, what good is mapping out your week if you don't look at your planner or your calendar? I mean, I know a lot. We've, I've done that, you know, because I have it on my phone. I also have it in my planner book. And sometimes, very rarely now, because I'm, I'm because it's happened too many times. I make sure I double check: do I have the right appointments? You know that they 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 sync because a lot of times you're not carrying your planner. At least my I got a big planner. Uh, some people keep carry the pocket one right in their um, their pocketbook or whatever they're wearing. Um, so I keep my calendar on my phone as well as in my planner. So I got to make sure they're in sync. If that doesn't happen, sometimes I get a little snafu. But so yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. So my weekend was so so. And then, you know, you know, Sunday night, I didn't really think about the week because I was in a fog. <laughs> so I guess maybe some ways that was a good thing. <laughs> well, you know what? Sometimes that is a good thing. But, you know, the I just want to get back to your murder mystery thing. Yeah. I've seen a lot of those things popping up. And I think it's kind of um, it sounds very intriguing. So um and I've seen it come up in ads or, you know, different things that people are doing uh, through social media. So I think that's kind of pretty cool. And <laughs> excuse me. Oh, my goodness. There I go coughing. Yeah. And the other thing, too, with planning out your week, you know, how many of us and I'm certainly guilty of this, although I took care of it uh, this weekend, you have different electronic apps through um, different devices that you use. And I, as much as I love apps and I'm always talking about apps, I'm like, okay, uh, you know, how much do I use this app? Do I really need it? And am I paying for it? You know, some right. of them are, are very cheap, um, but I was like, you know what? Um, there's one app that I have had probably for a good 10 years <coughs> that I've used, used for everything. And I've transitioned over to electronic filing, meaning, you know, the olden days, you know, I would, um, let's say, go ahead and pay a bill, paid on this date, the check number, whatever, and then file it in a filing cabinet. So I still kind of do that. But I, what I do is I, I scan it in and it has its own little electronic folder within this app and <laughs> this app has really developed a lot further to do different things and it occurred to me um you know I had that Mick I call it my McFly moment where I'm like wait a minute like I love this app it it has all these different features that like this app does that this one does that so anyways, long story short, um, <clears throat> I canceled out a lot of my apps, um, even though they were very nominal. Um, I still get to use them because um, I do go to these boards that I have, for instance, in Trello or whatever. But mm -hmm. I am I've decided I'm exclusively using my Evernote app, which is phenomenal. I, I've set it up in a way where um, 
excuse me, I've connected my Google calendars um, and I actually um, work with a couple different electronic calendars so I can see them through this app, <clears throat> excuse me, which works out amazing. And then I have, I pin my daily note on there so I can see, um, you know, what I'm doing. But what it does is, and I've always said this too, as much as I love the different apps, I owe, you need to write everything down there. You can't just rely on your electronic apps. And I don't, they are a great tool for organization. Um, you know, when I'm on screen with um, a client, you know, and I can look real quick and see, okay, you know, what's going on with that? You know, can I fit this type of thing in? But, you know, it's all about what works, how it, <laughs> how it, implements or can complement your day and of course um am i paying for it? is it worth paying for something so i was really happy that i was able to finally really like things clicked and i'm like okay um i don't need to pay for this because i'm really not using it um so that felt good to get all that done um and when you when you kind of go through the different things that you're using. Um, and the other thing that I'm thinking of maybe getting rid of, but I use it like a few times a month is for instance, I have, um, <clears throat> excuse me, a fax number. And it's all, you know, I what I do is if I have to fax something, I can obviously scan it in and then fax through the app. So it's, you know, you're doing it all online. Um, but there have been times where I haven't had that. And when I have to use it, because people still do use. Uh, oh, yeah, I mean, a lot of people still use fax because uh, sometimes they, they do need that paper trail, that electronic, um, you know, I think more companies are doing more of Electronically, obviously electronic signatures, electronic filings, um, but there are many companies that still, they want that paper. Right, exactly. And there have been times where, for me, the way I look at that app, and it's called eFax, is I don't have to stop what I'm doing. I don't have to go to FedEx or wherever and fax it now I can fax through my um you know I have two computers but <laughs> excuse me we got rid of all, all of that kind of stuff so it's that point of you know where you look at something that you using like that like it's not worth it for me to get rid of it in that kind of a situation right and I think a lot of people are doing that they're downsizing you know re, 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 reconfiguring different services that they have, whether it's apps, whether it's, you know, services that you have in your home, you know, we're in uncharted waters with the economy right now. We're at a 40 year high um, and it doesn't seem to be going down anytime soon. So people are, you know, rethinking and, you know, I've done that with um, converted one phone over, phone over to one plan, get, getting rid of the other plan. Uh, we are now, um, only streaming on our TV. We have no more, <coughs> excuse me, no more regular cable network or whatnot. Um, and we found, you know, other ways to 
you know, and they do add up. So if you can save yourselves $100, $200, $300 a month from all these different things combined, that's $300 that is now going into your financial positives that are going to help defray uh, the, the high rising costs of so many different things. I mean, we're seeing it through grocery, you're seeing it through gas, you're seeing it through if you're a person that pays, you know, interest rates, uh, those are going up. If you are, um, you know, I mean, the gas, I think the gas tank and the groceries are, are the biggest. Oil, uh, obviously, uh, is another huge one. Electricity is another huge one. So these are things that are, you know, we're not in our control. But what is in our control is these different, you know, services and or apps that we can say, hmm, do I really need this? I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, and it's a really a good way to um, kind of narrow down or enhance what you're already doing. Um, you know, of course, the path of least resistance and sometimes maybe not the way to go. So maybe it's like really looking at everything as a whole to seeing um, what you do and how you do it. You know, and the other thing that I was looking at too was um, I have a Microsoft a Microsoft um, account. And I unfortunately have to keep that because a, a lot of my clients use Microsoft products. So I need to be using a Microsoft product. But you know, I'm okay with that. that that's, that's okay. You know, I have it if I need it. But you know, it makes you feel good. It makes you feel empowered. Okay. Um, you know, I have my little office set up here. And but it's also not just where I physically am, it's what I am using in different, you know, like I'm on my iMac right now and I've got my um, my laptop. So what are the tools that you use? What are the tools of your trade that actually complement, not but not only complement, complement, but make your day that much better because you're able to service or do what you need to do for, for what you're doing, but for your clients. So it felt real, I guess what I'm trying to say in a roundabout way is it felt really good to really go through everything. Um, and I'm really happy that I did that. And, and like I said, I just need to, um, I always like setting my alarm the night before. <laughs> and the last couple nights, I've just like, you know, goes in one ear and out the other. I'm like, oh yeah, I should do that. And then of course I don't, but um, so getting back kind of into that habit, because habits for me, it's the routine that creates the, that I guess makes my day easier. Right. And when, you know, we're, we're sharing different, different things that we are doing because we want you guys to be successful in your ways of being accountable for your organization to help you have a more smooth run day. Because a lot of times, you know, uh, if you've got, you know, an extremely busy day with, say, it's just appointments, um, you know that you've got to be on point time-wise to make sure that you arrive, especially if you have back-to-back-to-back-to-back. Um, I have a few days where that occurs, and I'm a, a stickler to make sure that I do have time in between. But frequently what happens is, again, we're not in control of the appointments, right? So you could have a doctor's appointment. The doctor could be running late, or they could be behind you know, seeing patients or whatnot, which then is the ripple effect is now it's going to impact your next appointment. So I'm getting better at 
Uh, and I want you all to kind of think of that. If you know you have a day that you have to schedule multiple appointments, make sure you have enough time in between each appointment. Don't, uh, you know, in my younger years, I would push the envelope. Oh, I can do it, you know, blah, blah. But why go through all that? Because again, we're not in control. You may end up where you allotted enough time, but guess what? Maybe there's a car accident or maybe you end up being in a traffic jam. These things occur. So when we allow sufficient time in between our schedules, our appointments, uh, even things that we're doing at home. That way, if you have an, you know, something that you have to derail from, or now you got to pivot because something else occurred, you're not going to be as stressed out. And that's always occurs when you have that really positive mindset to kind of foresee how you plan. And that's what I try to do on a Sunday when, excuse me, when I'm looking at my whole week, is there wiggle room within what I'm doing just in case, you know, I have to pivot. And I think the more we learn to organize, the more less surprising, mean, surprises are good. Let's be, let's be real. But then there are some surprises that aren't so good. And then they stress you out and then they get you into that negative mindset and that impacts your whole day. Not only does it impact you, it's going to impact all the people around you. So that's the importance of having a good mindset. A good mindset takes good organization. Yeah, you still have those few people that are just naturally happy-go-lucky, always think the positives. They're few and far between people like that because we are, doesn't mean that we're not happy and go lucky. It just maybe we're, we're being pulled by what's going on in our world, what's going on in our community, in our own family lives that kind of yank us. And it's like a tug of war of emotion. So a lot of us probably more than not have to really work hard on their mindset and keeping it positive, keeping it organized. So you kind of don't run into these pits and valleys, which inevitably it's going to happen regardless because we're not in, we're not in control. So I think we've given a lot of people some some good tips on what to do for Monday mindset. Uh, the other key piece to Monday mindset, I would say, is try to plan it out on a regular basis, where you set aside at least thirty minutes, thirty minutes for yourself. Now you could choose to you know do uh, a few workouts within that thirty minute time frame. Um, I'm actually working on um, a new kind of a plan of a really good 10 minute workout um, because I think you could pack in quite a bit in 10 minutes. A lot of people think that's a little kooky, but you can, there's ways of doing that. And, um, but you know, it's 30 minutes, whether it's to decompress, listen to some music, maybe it's just to get up and move around and dance and have some fun with your kids uh, or yourself you know, maybe it's just, you know what, I'm going to go outside, even, even regardless of whether just go outside and, and be outside for five or 10 minutes, obviously, if it's very cold, and just listen, listen to nature. I find that when I, you know, I crack up when I see so many joggers. Uh, jogging, I probably kind of relate to because I hate jogging, so I can see why they do it. But power walking, I love just listening to nature. Mm -hmm. uh, the sounds of the birds, uh, the you know the trees, you know whatever it may be, because there's so many beautiful surprises in our world that we just don't take time. So if you take 30 minutes out of your day, especially on a Monday, Monday seems like to be the you know the the, the day to do that uh, because you're coming off of either a busy weekend, a boring weekend, a 
discombobulated weekend and now you're rushed into the week, you need that kind of reset just for you. So I always say take 30 minutes for yourself, read a book, journal, get up and dance, do something physical, whatever it may be, but schedule yourself 30 minutes. What, what, what one tip would you give everybody, Jan? Well, I, th those are great tips, by the way. Um, I would add in affirmations because sometimes um, what we're feeling or what we want to accomplish, when we put pen to paper, there's always that connection with the subconscious mind that it will happen. So I would definitely say affirmations are a great way to kind of cement those feelings. And when I do affirmations, they make me feel good. Like I try every morning, 10 affirmations of things, for instance, that I'm, that I'm grateful for starting with I am. So, you know, that's one little thing that, that I do and, you know, it takes a couple minutes and I am so thankful for that because it makes me, it makes me feel grateful. It makes me, um, kind of sets the tone for the day and, you know, there's so many good things out there. So why not grasp them, not only with our conscious mind, but with our subconscious mind and, you know, who knows? And on that note, you know, go to our website, www.twosisters.online. Let us know what you like to do or how you tackle your mornings, how you tackle your mindset. Do you have any tips that maybe we haven't even discussed? We would love to hear from you. My name is Janice, aka Wellness Diva 5.0, and I am with two sisters. And this is Carol Sue, aka Naughty Boss, live. It's Monday, getting my mindset right. I hope you guys are all too. And we will see you tomorrow for Triumph Tuesday. I'm sure during this whole mindset process, yeah, I may have to triumph over something. So we're going to chat about that tomorrow. You guys have a great day, everyone. Bye, everyone.